lost in this world. A lost soul is one who is afraid, discouraged, and away from God. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Joshua 1.9 We have all been in troubled times in the past, and some of you have found yourselves in a troubled time right now. And during these seasons of hardship, it easily feels like there is absolutely no way out. There is no light at the end of the tunnel. When you look and seek for help from others, you are let down multiple times. <laughs> this I know to be true, as I have been in that same position multiple times myself. What a lot of people tend to do is blame God for our hard times. And from a human perspective, it kind of makes sense. However, we fail to realize two important other factors when we are down and feeling lost. When everything is going right, a normal person would say things such as, They got a lucky break. I did this all on my own. <laughs> Must be nice to be up on top. But do you know what is almost never said? God has big plans for them. God directed me and I followed. I wonder what struggles and sacrifices they had to make to get where they are. It is so easy to look at the positive in others and reflect upon our own issues that we often forget that others are struggling. We forget that God has a calling for everyone. So, why are we all so negative? As we walk this path we call life, we are constantly faced with two massive celestial beings in which both are yearning for our souls upon our death date. On one hand, we have the liar, the thief, the prince of darkness, the evil one, a fallen angel. That's right, I am talking about Lucifer. The sole purpose of this being is to deprive you from God and to do his personal dirty deeds. Now, he does this in several forms, including death, of a loved one, sickness, loss of finances, a constant string of bad luck, and etc, etc, etc. And the closer we get to God, the harder he comes after you. On our other hand, we have the loving father, the caregiver, the light and the hope. This being is God, and all he wants is for us to love him and respect his wishes. And just like virtually every other father out there, God wants only the best for us. He even admits it multiple times throughout the Bible. And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need will abound in every good work. 2 Corinthians 9.8 while one does their hardest to destroy you emotionally, physically, 
and even spiritually. The other only wants greatness, joy, and an abundant supply of blessings. And when we find ourselves down on our luck, we often have a tendency to shake our fist to God instead of evaluating our situation. When we stop and take a look at what is going on, we need to figure out if God is teaching us a lesson or is Satan driving us away from God. We fail to realize that when we are lost spiritually, it is often due to our current situations. While we have lost a loved one that was very close to us, or maybe we just lost that amazing job that paid more than what we were really worth. Whatever caused you to feel lost and alone, we need to understand it simply was not meant to be. As a former atheist, I was so completely lost. I would never keep a job and always felt that my boss and other employees were constantly against me. I had a constant feeling that my wife never actually cared about my feelings. And so, I built a wall around my heart, and I would not let anyone or anything get to me. I would live my way. And if people did not like that, they had the option to get out of my life. I even stated that towards my wife on multiple occasions. Being away from God, I was constantly being hurt. I was always being let down. And no matter what I did in life, I was never satisfied internally. And therefore, I was never actually happy. Instead, I ended up chasing money. I could not get enough of it. And to make it worse, I would flaunt my riches to all that would listen. However, this led me to a dark path in which I would literally do almost anything to earn more money. From scams to uncompleted work, even milking the company's time clock. I broke relationships and nearly found myself on the verge of suicide. My life was so dark on the inside, and to my wife and kids, they had only seen me angry never happy. By now, I'm sure almost everyone reading this has heard the term, not all family is blood, or water can be thicker than blood. These phrases have been true to me for as long as I can remember. My parents and brother had often cast me out of things, beaten and abused me. It made me feel like death was not close enough. The issue I had was carrying some of that same emotion and feeling towards my wife and kids. I cannot count how many times my children went to bed crying because of my torture onto them, nor how many fights my wife and I had been in because of my action towards the kids. I was taking advantage of that. The only five people in the world that truly loved me unconditionally. I was taking advantage of that. Not only was I taking advantage of it, but I was also destroying them emotionally and physically as well. Through my eyes, I felt that if I had to live for over 17 years, 
with abuse, torture, and misery. So did everyone around me. And it almost costed my marriage, which would have resulted in losing my children. I would lay in bed a lot at night and literally would have a war inside my head. I knew what I was doing was hurting others, but it felt that no one cared enough to help me. And for my son, I wanted him to grow up tough and mean, just like me. I did not know that my son was different than what I was at his age. I grew up mean and I grew up quick. My son grew up beaten and he grew up emotional. What I thought I was doing to toughen him up was actually breaking him and making him more emotional. While in the heat of the moment, it does seem appropriate to lash out at others, lash out at those who indeed are trying to help you. And each one of us has a trigger word or words in which does not help at all, but instead will actually increase the issue. When somebody is truly lost and they feel they've been a victim of horrible things, literally anything can make them blow up and lose control. My family can be the first to confirm that these actions are true. And I'm sure there are times in which my son was afraid to even breathe around me. And my wife, she would always tell me to stop and calm down. Without the proper love and guidance from God, I was completely lost. I was so angry at the world, and I did not care who I hurt to make me feel better. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfillment of the law. Romans 13.10 You and I will never be perfect. However, there is a way in which we can live as close to perfections as possible. If we pick up our Bible and read just a little bit every day, then we can start to see things differently. Trust me here, I have so much regret in my life that if I was given the option to redo my life again, there is actually a 95% chance I would take it. The only reason I would not is because I have found God and I have a much better and stronger relationship with my wife and my kids today. If not for them, then yes, I would definitely hit that button. For those of you who grew up in broken homes, living from house to house, dealing with constant beatings and emotional damages, many questions start to rise up from deep within ourselves. My biggest questions I have often asked myself, and yes, some of these questions ended up into my marriage as well. Can I just kill myself and forget everyone and everything? Should I run away and never speak to anyone again? What would happen if I just left? <laughs> how would these people look at me if I told them how I really feel? It is often unspoken within families, and it almost never gets brought up until it's too late. Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked will I depart. 
the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. Job 121 You see, what this passage means is that even though we have been struggling, and the easy way out is by removing ourselves from the picture, we forget who's in charge. The Lord our God has given us life. He has presented us with amazing gifts. Each gift is a resource we can use to connect with other humans to help them teach them about the gift of God. In today's times, we are often questioned about the Bible and its authenticity. There are those in which would argue if you are truly a lost soul or just have a confused mind about religion. Let us break these two down just a little bit and discover if you are just lost or merely confused. Coming from an atheist perspective, we would like to think that the Bible is just made up story about a man and a God who wrote laws for us to follow and allow governing leaders to control people. We would also like to think that it's all made up as a fantasy and it could not be real. Describing it from an agnostic's perspective, there is not one single piece of evidence in which dictates the truth of the Bible. These individuals believe that there is no God and therefore have absolutely no boundaries in which to weigh in on what is good or bad. Both visions are completely wrong in every aspect of the way. The primary difference between a lost soul and a confused mind a confused mind believes that there is a God. There are right and wrongs in life. However, they want to believe society and think it's okay to commit sin. A lost soul is trying to understand the laws and beliefs that are new to them. Confused minds want to bend or remove them completely, the laws of the Bible, to fit their lifestyle. Lost souls are trying to understand the laws and where they are placed in this world religiously. We cannot pick and choose which parts to follow in the Bible. For my Christian followers out there, I want to ask you just a couple of questions. Are you ashamed of your religion? Have you forgotten your purpose? Why are you not spreading the word more? What am I talking about, you ask? Simply put, if we read our Bibles, we can easily read. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Ephesians 4, 11-12 What about this verse? He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creations. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Mark 16, 15-16 As we have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior, it is now bestowed upon our responsibility, in which we are now disciples of Christ. And a part of that title comes the responsibility of teaching and preaching the good works and the words of the Bible to all nations, not just when you feel like it. The reason for my rude and brunt questions is this. 
If Christ gave the apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors and teachers the tools for what they need in a time before we had cars, phones, email, social media, and they were exceedingly successful, why are you not providing more support in today's world when we can literally teach about the word in our bathroom, on a phone, and somebody from China or India or even in Africa can hear us? We now live in a world in which communication and connectivity is at its peak. And as Christians, we roll over and bow down to society because they condemn us as a bad guy or even a bad religion. You know that society talks bad about Christianity due to the honest truth. The world knows they are sinning and because they do not want to own up to their own sins and take responsibilities for their crimes, they believe that by ignoring the word of God, it will just simply disappear. This would be the work of the devil, as we can reference in the beginning of creation with Adam and Eve. You will not certainly die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Genesis 3, 4-5 We can see that the serpent also known as the devil, has a wicked tongue about him, convincing even those who have seen God himself walk this planet. And we can see these exact same practices happening even today. We see on social media and the news all the time about how God is not real and how Christians are a forced cult and not a free-loving religion. But, how strong is Christianity exactly? If we take a look at the Adherence Report of 2020, we can see that Christianity is rising fast with over 2.382 billion adherents and constantly growing. The world is waking up and taking a stand against evil. You already on your phone every day. And in the palm of your hands, you have access to two major things and you are not fully aware of it. 1. Access to a digital Bible. With a good Bible, you have the ability to read, copy, and paste verses to share to everyone. 2. Access to the world. With social media and video sharing sites, why are you not taking advantage of that to help spread the word just a little bit more?